You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. It's not. It's ESPN New York tonight. The last thing I need is other people creating beef for me. I create my own beefs when necessary. I've tried to stay away from that. I've I've turned over a new leaf in the new year. But this is ESPN New York tonight. Larry just so happens he's not here tonight. He's taking a day off. He's okay. It's not the snow. It's not. He's not moving anybody. It's not the not even the Knicks. Not even the Knicks uh, voodoo. What's uh, going on with all the players missing time? That's not even it. It's just it's just a routine day off. He knew it ahead of time. So he'll be back tomorrow. It's all good. And again tomorrow night it'll be the same thing. It'll be ESPN New York tonight then too. So we'll be talking a lot about the Knicks tonight. Continue to do so at one 919 espn one 3776 Talking some Super Bowl stuff with uh, the decision still to take the ball by the 49ers and the Chiefs' reaction to it as they were absolutely uh, thrilled. <laughs> you, you're taking the ball. Oh, fantastic. It, it should be noted, and I don't feel like it is getting nearly the amount of tension. The, the, the drive that they gave up, Right before the uh, the overtime, they gave up an 11 play. The defense, 64 yards, 11 plays, 150 to tie the game. I think that that kind of factored into things. By the now, maybe Kyle Shanahan doesn't want to admit that because if he admits that, it's kind of calling out his defense. You just don't do that anymore. But I feel like that had a bigger impact than you know Shanahan saying the analytics and we ran the numbers and all that type of stuff. All right, let's go back to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Mike is in Brooklyn. A lot of people from Brooklyn tonight. Mike, what's going on, my man? What's going on, man? How you doing tonight? I'm good, Mike. I just wanted to talk about the Super Bowl. It was a good game. Let's just say we thought the Kings was going down. You know? You Shanahan thought the Chiefs was were going, going down. Okay. Exactly. That, though, that's the King. They was going, we thought that they was going down. Shanahan was calling some real good play. He was playing like he would have nothing to lose the first half. The second half, he got scared. He really got scared. And that, and I heard the same interview about the analytics. They knew what they was going to do. They thought that they was just going to run them through and get that touchdown, but it didn't happen. But I'm going to put it on Shanahan that, you know what, he, he plays, he played, he called, the, he usually calls a bad game in the playoffs, especially the Super Bowl, a.k.a. Atlanta. But, um, this time he was calling a good game in the, in the first half, and the second half he called the scared game. He was scared. He was scared to lose. Yes, I, and look, oh, Mike. I appreciate the phone call. And I appreciate your opinion, but I don't. I don't agree. I don't see where the examples of that are. Now you can make you can make the argument you made a dumb decision by deciding to take the ball first. Uh, I do think it's debatable, but I, I don't. I don't see him coaching scared or anything like that. Uh, it just it, it did it did not work out, and until it does, this is going to be his reputation that he melts down in the biggest moments. I get that. Uh, you can't have the resume at, at, that he has now had, where he's been involved in what three Super Bowls. His team has had leads in all of them, and they've lost all of them. You can't blow twenty eight three, and then what was it five years ago? Another blown lead there, uh, and then what happened on Sunday? Uh, so you are a choker until you're not. I would just point out that Andy Reid had that same reputation. Guy couldn't win the big one. Guy couldn't do it. He's always going to let you down until he had the, the best quarterback maybe we've ever seen. 
Now all of a sudden he's the greatest coach of all time. It's weird how that works, right? It's weird. Let's go out to uh, Jose is in Brooklyn. Jose, what's going on, my man? Good, good evening, GD. Shout out to the company. And I'm, you know, just rolling because I know Harvey is, you know, playing that Gordon Damer show, you know. He's getting me into trouble. He's, getting, he's giving me problems. <laughs> oh, man. So my before I get to my Nick Ford, I was definitely, you know, having a good old fun day. You know, I definitely saw one of your old partners get on some Cowboy fans, which was hilarious. Um, but, you know. The thing that is, you know, I was the the point about the Knicks today. I, I'm not worried because once we knew all the injuries that had went down and gone through this way, it, 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 it's literally Jalen Brunson and everybody else, everybody else at this point, because every team knew to throw the double team at them, and we didn't have enough scoring, and it just is what it is. But I'm at, I'm not jumping the bandwagon, and you know I know that some fans are not you know as enthusiastic. But we have to realize those are the fans that just jumped onto the bandwagon, <laughs> you know, when we went 14 and two. The, the, like it's like, like those are like the real latecomers. I'm not really worried about those fans. But it is just more of you know, hey, we just gotta figure it out. And I'm just glad that we you know finally do have a superstar that we can call our own in Jalen Brunson because. You know, after the years and years of hearing the miserableness, you know, because speaking of Valentine's Day, there is nothing worse when somebody goes out there and complains how they wish that they were with someone else when you you don't appreciate what you have in front of you. And I felt like, you know, even after Jalen Brunson scored his 50-point game and was kind of showing that he was a superstar, there were still some people, and you even still hear some calls still wanting that extra superstar piece because they don't think that Brunson is that guy or whatever the case may be. I get it. I understand. But at the end of the day, I'm happy with what I have, and he's a great foundational piece. And the great thing about Jalen Brunson is, is he looks like a championship player. He makes the right decisions at the right point. He may not always be perfect or clutch all the time, but there's no doubt in, in, in clutch time moments, he, he's the guy you want, want with the ball in his hands. And I'm, I'm really happy that we finally do have that guy. So I want to thank you and have a great Valentine's Day. And I guess did, I, I just want to know, did Larry pull, 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 pull marriage years rank on you or, or, or this was something he chose to do? Have a great what one. about having tonight? No, he had he had scheduled this off for a while. Okay. Now, now Harvey didn't necessarily. Uh, he was not aware of it. Uh, as the producer of the show, you would think he would be locked in. Uh, he was sending text messages to Larry and I leading up to the show, and Larry had to. Re- no, I'm off tonight. It's going to be Gordon Solo. So that's how how Har- how Harvey found out about it. But you know, we all have our process. We all have the different ways we do things. So that's uh, good. At least Harvey knew when the show started that that Larry was not he was not expecting Larry to join at some point. So that's always good. Uh, here's the thing with um, the Knicks and Brunson. Right, I, I, the Knicks have gone so long looking for somebody to come here and and kind of be the foundational piece. And it's nice that the Knicks foundational piece now, when he's gotten here, he's been better than what you thought he was going to be. And he's better with the Knicks than he was where he was previously. And he was good with the Mavericks. Uh, but I think that that's kind of a running theme with the Knicks now. When they make a trade for somebody and they bring them here, they get the better version of that player. I think they got a better version of Josh Hart. Uh, Hartenstein has been a better version here. OG, while he was when he was healthy, uh, he was locked down. So that's nice that because it always felt like in the past, 
when players would come here with big reputations, they'd never be as good here as they were previously. Now it's just the flip. It's, it's just the opposite of that. Trey is in Brooklyn, Texas. He's next up on ESPN New York. Trey, what's going on, my man? Uh-oh. Trey? Do we have Trey? Uh-oh. Trey, Trey did not uh, – did not uh, – try us again, Trey. Something going on with that, that phone there. I don't know what's going on. Lewis is in the Bronx. Lewis, what's going on, my man? Hey, what's going on? Good evening. Um, I, I wanted to make two points, if I could. Sure. Uh, one, uh, the first one was, you know, everybody's talking about this, uh, whether they picked the uh, selected to have the ball at, at, at the overtime. My question is, why wasn't they spying, um, quarterback spying Patrick Mahomes that whole game? I don't understand it. He's like one of the most prolific running quarterback in the game, and you don't have no spy on him. The other, the other point I wanted to make was when you talk about the whole Jets uh, coach swapping thing, mm-hmm. instead of Mike Vrabel, why not try to get Bill Belichick? Wow, you know because I mean? Bill Belichick already quit on you once. He's a better version of Mike Vrabel. He's a better yeah. version of Mike Vrabel. I, you know, I don't know that he is, though. I, he is, his resume certainly is. Uh, but to me, whoever, if he ever does get another chance to coach again, Belichick is win now. I, I don't know that the Jets are necessarily win now. The quarterback is win now. And I think the quarterback would have no problem with Belichick here. I, I just don't think that I was floating out a, a real out-there scenario. Even in my out-there scenario, it would not involve Bill Belichick. And I think that if you're just polling the, the Jet fan base, I think that they would feel better about Mike Vrabel because he's a, he's a good coach already, and I think he has room to grow. And, and you would feel like, okay, this guy's coming in here and is going to be a culture changer and all that type of stuff. And – it kind of feels like that Vrabel has turned out to be what you thought you were getting with Sala. So I think that in, if you were to po- and and generally, oh, you don't ask the fans. Don't, fan, Jet fans have been kind of dead on with a lot of things. Like the things that they have not wanted, they, they've actually turned out to be right. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Let's try Trey again in Brooklyn, Texas. Trey, you all right up, there, G? buddy? What up, G? How are you? Everything is good, man. You always killing it, man. Whether you with Larry or by yourself, man. So we appreciate you, man, doing 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 the job tonight. Um, we this like you know this this All Star break couldn't have came at a better time, G. Yeah. I mean, man, yeah, I, I, it actually could have come at a better time. It could have came a week ago. G, <laughs> you know, G, you know, I'm always complaining about the New York Go New York song, man. They need to just change that to the Mash theme, bro. Because I mean, man, this is this is this is not going how it's expected. But you know. You, you feel a little bit. You feel a little. You feel a little. Uh, you feel a. You feel a, a good thing coming when people start getting healthy, and it looks like they're going to stagger back. It's like it'll probably be Julius, then OG, and then you know start. You know, and I, that Hartenstein, the Hartenstein injury is bothering me, man. Because anytime you're talking about an Achilles, and it was yeah. an Achilles tendonitis or something like that. Mm-hmm, yep. You get nervous with that, man, because I mean Achilles tendonitis, man. That's, that's like a, a pop away. You know, from something, from something. God forbid, something bad happening. Don't want to, don't want to speak it into existence. But it's something to definitely keep a keep an eye on, man. Je- the only one that I'm really mad about going into the break right now is Precious Achua, man. He's playing at a really nice clip right now. I hope he come back with that same energy, because what he has brought to the front line is more athleticism, and I like the way I, I, I like his passing too. I think he had like five assists tonight. 
Yeah, for really a guy well who you thought man. was going to be just kind of a throw-in, just to kind of he make the numbers work and the bodies work, right. he, he's turned out to be a real a real find. And uh, it's tough, I think, in that situation to get the trust of Tibbs because you know you have to hit the ground running right away. And it's a tough situation, changing teams. It's different scheme. It's different coach. But he has hit the ground running for sure. Uh, he has been uh, fantastic. And you, it does allow you to kind of think, right, when the Knicks get healthy and you put their – you, you put your guys in in the regular spots that, you know, Precious Achua is not being forced to play 35 minutes a game. It does allow you to, to kind of feel good about where this roster is at, the amount of talent that you have here. Uh, the only problem is, like, a loss like tonight, it doesn't worry me because that was not really the Knicks. But that loss still counts. And it is important where you wind up in the standings. And those losses are going to count. So there's nothing you can do to change it. And I think in terms of strength of schedule the rest of the way in the Eastern Conference, Knicks are kind of middle of the road. They're not, they don't have one of the most difficult schedules. They don't have one of the most easy schedules. But you do want to make sure that you are either that two seed or the three seed. And each of these losses, while individually, in the moment, right, you can't really blame it because guys are banged up and you're, you're playing so shorthanded against good teams. There is a fear that that the things that you're going on that are going on right now can impact you later on. Like if they end up being the four seed and have to face off against the Sixers in the first round when Embiid is back, if he's back and he's healthy and Nick Nurse is a good coach as well, that worries me. I'd feel a whole lot better being the two or the three, but it's more difficult to be that two or three as you have to get through these these moments. And and the motto for February is usually a motto of March. I said it before survive and advance that's the Knicks motto right now survive and advance 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number coming up we'll continue to take your Nick calls we'll talk uh, some more Super Bowl but baseball's right around the corner pitchers and catchers reporting to Tampa and Aaron Boone had some things to say and the guys on the K show had a very interesting reaction to it today and I want to react to their reaction so we'll do that next it's the Gordon Damer show it's not it's ESPN New York tonight it's 98.7 FM ESPN New York you're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. I'm usually part of the show, but uh, usually doing it alongside Larry Hardesty. Larry is off tonight. He'll be back tomorrow as we'll be uh, joining forces once again to kind of run things down. But we've been talking a lot about the Knicks tonight, the Super Bowl, but I did want to hit on some baseball stuff because spring training's getting underway. The Yankees pitchers and catchers reporting down to Tampa. And Yankee manager Aaron Boone had some things to say about the, uh, the opening of spring training today. And, and the big headline is that Aaron Boone said, quote, the Yankees are, quote, we're hell-bent on being a champion. He added, we understand very well that last year was not anything the anyone in the organization wants or demands or expects. I would say we have poured into that from ownership to the front office, to the coaches and staff, and all the way to the players that I do feel like we have prepared properly. We are ready to roll. So this came up today on the Michael K show. And I think I, I'm not sure if Michael's account put it out on X or if it was the, the K show account that put it out on X. R- regardless, there was a reaction from Yankee fans, which you would expect. And it seemed like both Michael and Don were surprised or kind of aggravated by the reaction of Yankee fans, which I think properly was, what would you expect it to be? Do you expect it to be Yankee fans like, oh my God, 
the Yankees are hell-bent on being champions? Or do you, th- do you hear comments like that, and it, you kind of mean it with an eye roll? To me, as a Yankee fan, I meet those comments with an eye roll. Yeah, okay, fine. But the, the, the work is, the proof is in the pudding. You got to show me. So Michael was not very happy with Yankee fans' reaction of, 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 to the comments. And Don was not very happy. So this is what Don had to say in reaction to Yankee fans reacting to Aaron Boone. If your first instinct is to rip it, then you're not a fan of the team. You're just a fan of the rings. You're a fan of the championships. And if this team wasn't great and didn't have the pedigree and didn't win a bunch of championships when you were a kid, you'd be a Met fan or a Dodger fan or not a baseball fan at all. You're not a fan of the team if you're ripping into the manager having a press conference. You should be excited about that. If you're a baseball fan, it's been a long winter. Your team was 82-80. and 80. They went on and acquired the best, one of the best players in baseball. Expectations are they're going to compete for a championship. You don't get excited today for your manager speaking? Then you're not a fan. I'm sorry. You're not a fan. Okay, so you're not a fan if you're not happy to hear Aaron Boone speak. I could not disagree with those comments more. And I think that the things that Don brought up in that, in that cut or that, that, that audio, I think Yankee fans are excited to watch Juan Soto. I think they are excited uh, for the team to a certain extent. But the problem is, is that Aaron Boone is the manager of the team. And, and there's always going to be skepticism from Yan- for a good portion of the Yankee fan base because they don't think that Aaron Boone is a very good manager. And, and at the end of the day, Aaron Boone is the face of the Yankees' failures in his time as manager. I don't know that he's necessarily the most to blame. I think that's really Brian Cashman. But he's the face of the failure because he's the guy that meets with the media before games and after games. He's the guy you see every day. And he was the guy that came on board and was supposed to be the manager that was going to unlock the young baby bombers coming off Game 7 of the ALCS and kind of it was going to be this no opening chapter in the latest Yankee dynasty. And that has not happened. And each year it feels like the, the same excuses. So if you have a problem with fans being critical – where where do you think you live? This is New York. Any coach, if it would be Tom Thibodeau, if it were Robert Sala, if it were Brian Dable, any coach who talks about winning titles and has never won a championship, after a while, it's going to induce Iroh. It was the same thing with Patrick Ewing back in the day when he would say that our expectation is to win a championship. All the championship talk. Year in and year out, you, you kind of roll your, all right, yeah, yeah. We're, we're hoping you're right. But at the end of the day, it, it kind of it, it gets a little tired. And if you don't know that, well, then I don't think you know New York very well. If that's what you want, if you want fans to just simply be excited because the manager says something about the team or they're excited this year, go manage in St. Louis. That, that fan base will eat it up, whatever you throw out there. And it's kind of funny because the state motto of Missouri is the show-me state. That should be the motto of New York. This is the show-me state. That's what Yankee fans are showing, saying to Aaron Boone. Show me that you can do that. And if, if Aaron Boone and the Yankees end up winning a World Series, well, then Yankee fans will be thrilled. And they'll, be, they'll have a different feeling about the manager. But right now... 
Aaron Boone is the face of those Yankee failures year in and year out. And it feels like a lot of the same tired excuses year in and year out. And the one thing that Boone has gotten attention for is saying things or doing things that are not about wins and losses, that are not about World Series or playoff victories. It's about the the savages in the box. It's about banging the table that year when they were in a in a in a in a slump, or or getting behind the plate and impersonating the the umpire. Was it Laz Diaz or whoever it was? Yeah, that's all well and good, but that's not about winning. So it's about time to show me. And and the good news for Aaron Boone, go do it. It's in your hands. It's in, It's not in our hands. We can sit here and be critical. But at the end of the day, we have no power over whether the Yankees win or lose. You do. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. And to me, if, you, if you're a fan of the team, and I go, with the, I, I go through this with, with Dolphin fans all the time, if you're just sitting there and whatever the team does, you just cheer on, well, then I think that you're a bad fan. If you just simply, whatever, how, oh, yay, my team. That, to me, is a bad fan. To me, being a critical fan, being looking at things with a critical eye, that, that's a better fan. And, and if you are not at some point over the, what is it, six years, seven years, whatever Boone has been the manager, if you're not critical of some things involving the manager and, and when he says certain things, you induce eye rolls, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's, it just seems very naive. It's like a naive fan that just, oh, Yankee pom-poms. And if you're seven or eight or nine years old, I understand that. But if you're a grown person following a team year in and year out, living and die with them every single year, talk is cheap. Go show me. Let's go back to the phone, shall we? 1-800-919-3776. It's the phone number. I don't know if I've mentioned it. Carl is in Queens. Carl, what's going on, my man? Gordon, thank you for putting me on. Um, I'll give you a quick Yankee comment, but I, I want to poop on. I want to go back to Houston real quick uh, uh, and poop on the refs if you allow me. Uh, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but Juan Soto, man, talk, y'all, y'all could talk about championships, uh, championship now. He, he's a dog, man. You, are, you guys are so lucky, uh, seriously. Um, but, oh, no, he's, he's uh, amazing. Just, He's, he's, he's incredible. I wanted him. I wanted him even before he went to San Diego. So the fact that they've gotten him now, uh, I'm ready to roll, man. I think he's going to be sensational. Do you think? Do you think he's better than Judge? Serious question. No, because he's not the all-round player that Judge is. But just Whoa. in terms of an impact hitter, he's right up there. Uh, and especially as a lefty yeah. bat in Yankee Stadium, he's uh, like I know it's not going to happen. But like you just dream about what he could be, and you like try. Like, how does he not hit 75 home runs this year? I'm not sure. Because he plays every single day. Now, hopefully hopefully the Yankees don't ruin that by saying, oh, the third game of the season, Juan Soto needs a day off. But uh, the dude and plays he, he every single day. He doesn't get hurt day. much, right? No. He, play, he plays, man. He, he is out there every single day. That's, that, that's something that the Yankees need to – hopefully that he is able to uh, convince the team of moving forward. Oh, did we lose Carl? I guess we lost Carl. Is that you, a quick hook there, Harvey? Uh, yeah, I thought you guys were done. He wanted to talk about the refs in Houston. The refs in Houston? Yeah, against the, the, the Rockets the other night with the Knicks game. Okay, that was... that was, you know, No, you, I don't take anything back then. That, that was then. We're here now. 
but he's, he, he mentioned that he had like two points to make. And, and I don't even know that he fully got through his first point. And you, you yeah, I think, I, think, I think because of that, I think that was your fault, not letting him get how, through his first point. How is point. that my fault? You we didn't? were having a back-and-forth conversation. You just said he didn't get through his first point fully. That's not Well, because me. he said something to me, and I, I reacted to him, and we were going back. That's what a conversation is. Sure. This I'm, is why people think you're the wor- weirdest person at the station. You realize that. I was told oddest, not weirdest. I'm well, sure there's a, there's isn't a distinction. Isn't the same thing? The weirdest and the oh, well, he's the oddest, but you know who's the weirdest? No, it's the same thing. I don't know anymore, honestly. You, you. Tell Another us example of why you're the oddest. I highly doubt it. I doubt that's the reason why. I don't even think that there's a second place. How about that? I think I'm weird, but that's only because I stand out the way I do. Because I'm me. Yeah, that's what people say when they're weird. Like they take it as a pri- a, 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 a point of pride. It's not a badge it's of not, honor. It's not a point of pride. You should not. You should not take it as a point of pride. That's the problem. Oh, I know you ain't talking. You're weird, too. How? What, what's weird about me? I'm a perfectly <laughs> normal person. Yeah, you're lucky you only have half an hour left on the day. Why? <laughs> give, give me one example. You, you can't even come up with anything. Exactly. You have I, nothing. You, I, have no, you came to the I battle got, with absolutely nothing. I got half an hour. You got a half hour to come up with something. Yes. But you don't have anything now. You say, if it's so obvious, you're cutting off a guy who's called. He made. He took the effort to call. He said nice things about me. He's making a nice point. Oh, by the way, I want to say something. Clip. Just gone. I thought we were done with the refs in Houston, honestly. <sighs> we're still talking about the Super Bowl. What are you talking about? The, re- the refs that's in because, Houston is breaking news that's because you Super guys, Bowl. That's because you guys, for some reason, can't move on from football. You guys no, are just we like, love, losers. Because football is our national religion. You bow down to football. It's our national religion. They, they, they play it on Sunday. It's once a week. It's our national religion. You bow down to the, the altar of football. Then you guys go at like 5 o'clock shadow beards and days after because you guys can't find like new hobbies. What? Yeah. What are you? T- what? Where have we gone wrong on this show? We need Larry. Can we get Larry back tonight? I think we it's might so have to, I might have to put up the bat signal to see He's if Larry sleeping. can come in here and restore order. You have lost your mind. Oh, me? Yes. No, I think you're out of it. I think you need to take a break. Come back. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. If you can, if you can Save the stick show with somebody. us for another half hour, who knows what Harvey will come up with next. Save Gordon, please. It's, it's ESPN New York tonight. It's 98.7 FM ESPN New York. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. All right, so you had a, a few minutes to think about it. What's so weird about me, Harvey? What do you got? Honestly, you're just you, man. I mean, you're bringing Jet fans together through these like weird, 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 weird trades that you have. Right. That that's a sign that I'm weird. Yeah. I'm trying to help other, out my fellow man. No, you're not. Fellow what? man, who? 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 Do you tell me that Jet fans would be disappointed by the scenario that I, I, I painted a little earlier, where they would end up with Mike Vrabel as their coach and and Robert Sala would be back with the Niners as their defensive coordinator. Yeah, I think. And all they and and they would get an extra third round pick too. Oh, that third round pick. Yeah. Huh. Look, look. Who wouldn't want a third round pick? Well, you got to give uh, Joe Douglas a little, little more ammunition. Maybe they'll find an offensive lineman there. Can't hurt. Can't hurt to have an extra third round pick, huh? What's more likely? He finds another offensive tackle, or he finds another wide receiver. It doesn't matter. It could be a good player. Third round player, third round picks are, are, are 
you have to have a pretty high hit. It's not a sixth round pick. I'm not saying it's a seventh round pipe dream lottery ticket. This is a third round pick. You get a third round pick and you end up with Mike Vrabel as your head coach. I think Jet fans would sign for that. I think they'd be excited about that. I came up with the idea. Now, it might be a little far-fetched. I'll grant you that. But that's not a sign of me being odd or weird. I'm like a 1950s housewife. When I travel, yeah, I'm like a 1950s I show up at the airport. My wife has done all the arrangements. I show up with a magazine, and I want to know where we're flying. Where, where, what, what airline? We flying Eastern, TWA? Who are we going with? You realize you're not kissing me on the lips in the wintertime. I do not kiss my wife on the lips that often in the winter. I'm afraid I'm going to get sick. I don't want to get sick. I got to protect the voice. This is like George when he was a hand model. He didn't protect his hands, and that he caught the iron, and then he's done. All right, let's go back to the phones. I'll give Harvey another 20 minutes or so to dominate in the shower. The, the good news for you, Harvey, is I would say you are the weirdest person at the station, but you'd have to say the second person is probably Michael Kay. Michael's got a lot of weird things with food, and so you're in good company there. I'll take that company any day. Yeah, that's that's good company to me. I mean, he's the station. He is the guy. You think so? He No. He's the, the host of the drive time afternoon drive show. Of course no, he is. No, the the voice of the station is Don LaGreca. Well, Don was the first voice on the station. That's all he you need. Is, he, he's like the people's champion, right? Like in wrestling, they have the people's champion. Don is the people's champion. But in terms of the, the real champion, Michael's the real champion. He's, he's the guy with the name on the show. You can't argue that. All right, let's go. Let, let's move on from Harvey. 1-800-919. God, I only wish. 1-800-919-3776. Carl is back from Queens. He was making a point. Harvey cut him off. Har- All I will say, Carl, Harvey Jeez, is like that Harvey. relative we have where you have to, like, prepare new people when they meet him. That's Harvey. That's, so I apologize um, okay, for Okay, well, it is what it is. That's okay. Uh, put Chantel on more, man. She, she's great. Uh, uh, I, I want to get to the Knicks. I, uh, Dan, I completely agree with you with uh, Vrabel. I, 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 my first phone call, if I was Woody Johnson this offseason, would be Bill Belichick, obviously. Second one would be Rex Ryan and Vrabel, all of them, because Salah is not a good head coach, man, uh, seriously. But I, I wanted to throw it back to the Houston game. I'll, I'll say something quickly about Orlando, if you allow me. But the two, Ed Malloy, Jason Gobble, Dan, I don't wish this upon not, any man or woman. Uh, so, all right, Carl, we gotta get, uh, we gotta uh, get rid of Carl. No. You can cut him off now, Harvey. You, you were oh, not, right the okay. first time. I think I should get an apology. I, I apologize honestly. to you. You, you should apologize right. to me right now. He made two calls. He didn't know who those to the show. He called him Gobble. He called him Gobble, and he called me Dan twice. The first time I kind of let it go, and then the second time he called, and then Dan Damahari today. Yeah, that's it's a shame. It's a shame. You and and Chantel, you can now block his number, so he never can call again. Uh, Manny is in Flushing. Manny, what's going on? Hey, hey, Corey, how you doing? Hey, man, you're already off to a better start. Yeah. You called me by the right name. Yes. Uh, before I was say, before I was bring up the Knicks, I want to give my my condolences to what's going on. My condolences to what's going on in Kansas City. I think yeah, it'll be it'll be ungrateful for me to to not address that. But anyway, um, I want to discuss about this Knicks team. Listen, no matter what, no matter all the struggles and the injuries. They're still in the fourth seat, which is so amazing to say the least. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but if they don't get healthy here soon, they're probably not going to stay the fourth seat for long. Or 
if they do stay the four, you don't really want to be the four seed. You'd like to be in that 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 second or third spot so you can kind of avoid Boston um, before too long, right? I mean, you don't want to be facing off against the Celtics. The goal for the Knicks this year, Eastern Conference Finals. This is the best team they've had in a very long time. And, and any team is judged by when you're in the Knicks stage of kind of coming up and building up towards what you hope is a championship. You want to see progress. You want progress from year to year. Last year, first year, you make the playoffs, you get bounced right away. Second year, you take a step back. Last year, you not only make the playoffs, but you win a playoff series. Now the goal is to win two playoff series, to have a deeper playoff run. So that would mean Eastern Conference Finals. And I'm not going to tell you that if you face the Celtics, oh, there's no way the Knicks could beat them. But you would prefer to have a better road. Uh, you would prefer to have the two or the three seed, which is not out of the realm of possibility. It's still there to be had. There's still plenty of time. You 27 games. The only problem is, is it doesn't seem like they're getting healthy right away out of the break. They're getting some guys back. But it doesn't seem like Randall's going to be back. It doesn't seem like OG's going to be back. And those are two really big pieces. So the individual losses, like tonight, you're not going to wring your hands about it. You're not going to jump off the bridge because of it because you realize it was Brunson and a lot of guys who don't ordinarily play as many minutes as they played. But the injuries are still the injuries. And the loss tonight still counts. So it, it does have an impact long term if you want to have that, that playoff run of getting to the Eastern Conference Finals, and and who knows, maybe beyond. Maybe you get hot, but you got to get healthy, and it can't just be with a week or two to go before the playoffs because you you want to have you want to arrive in the playoffs in the best spot you can, and I think that that's either the two or the three seed. One eight hundred nine one nine ESPN is the telephone number. Back to wrap things up on this edition of ESPN New York tonight. Next, right here, ninety eight point seven FM, ESPN New York. I, I want to get to the Knicks, and I completely agree with you. 